Charles Beck for our RNZ business editor. Kia ora. Kia ora to you, Charlotte. Grocery businesses have little confidence in new code of conduct. That's from one of them, the online grocery retailer Soupy says the sector's new code of conduct will do little to lower food prices or to improve competition in the sector, despite assurances from the new grocery commissioner that it should. The code was released this morning and requires the supermarket chains, foodstuffs and Woolworths to treat suppliers and customers more fairly, in good faith. Uh, Any breaches of the code face fines of up to $3 million for the companies. Grocery Commissioner Pierre Van Heeren says it will lower food prices by increasing competition between the duopoly. But the founder of the online grocery company Soupy, Sarah Ball, says morbid players are needed to challenge foodstuffs and Woolworths dominance, and that's unlikely. I don't believe that this code of conduct will actually have an impact on prices at the checkout for Kiwi consumers. It's more of a protection for suppliers and their negotiations with this market duopoly. And, you know, there will be additional compliance costs there, which will also filter through to the system, which may actually impact prices at the checkout in terms of increasing prices. And to be honest, I think it may also impact more food producers who don't yet supply to the duopoly because of this additional regulation may mean that they might not get picked but, um, because of this code that they need to comply with. Sarah Ball says there's no sign of any large international grocery chain looking to come and set up shop in New Zealand in the next five to ten years at least, and the underlying lack of competition will remain unless consumers vote with their feet and look elsewhere, and the new grocery code of conduct comes into effect on September the 28th. Well, consumer inflation expectations are holding steady as overall sentiment remains deeply pessimistic, despite a surprise improvement in the feeling about buying a major household item. As you may have heard in the news, the ANZ Roy Morgan Consumer Confidence Index rose one point in August to 85. Readings below 100 indicate pessimism. Well, sentiment was little changed, with a quarter of respondents feeling worse off financially at the moment and a third expecting tougher economic times over the coming year. A net 31% think it's a bad time to buy a big-ticket item, but that's an improvement on the 39% negative rating in July. Well, household inflation expectations for the next couple of years remain largely unchanged at 4.6%. ANZ's chief economist Sharon Zolner says that's worth paying attention to as consumers have a good track record of predicting inflation. Consumer inflation expectations uh, are often influenced by petrol prices and of course we have seen petrol prices jump, not least because the fuel tax subsidy came off. Uh, So I think probably it's good news that inflation expectations didn't jump further. Now, consumers don't get to set prices, but they are part of wage negotiations. So I think uh, given the labour market is still tight, their expectations do matter. And also, they get kudos for being uh, the best inflation forecasters. They really saw that spike in inflation coming uh, earlier than anyone else did. So I would certainly put some weight on their expectations on the way down, just for that reason alone. And ANZ says there's also a slight lift in the number expecting higher house prices. Well, Auckland Council says a mix of domestic and international investors snapped up about a third of its stake in Auckland Airport at a premium to the last closing price of nearly 4%. The sale of the council's 7% stake uh, was announced this morning uh, with an average uh, price of $8.11 a share with the $833 million proceeds from the sale to be used to replace the council's debt. 
And the council's chief financial officer, Peter Godsell, says it looked broadly for the best possible deal. It included a strategic sale and a book build um, going out to a number of investors um, through the use of a, a carefully structured uh, deal to optimise the sale price. So we're really pleased with, with that outcome. Uh, it's a 3.8% premium to the closing price, uh, which is um, quite, a, quite an extraordinary outcome uh, given that sales of this size uh, are generally come in below the closing market price. Well, after the sale, Auckland Council has an 11% stake in Auckland Airport. The Commerce Commission inquiry into parts of the local banking industry is unlikely to shake the dominance of the big four Australian-owned banks. That's the view of S&P Global Ratings, which says the market study into personal banking products and services isn't expected to materially affect the big four banks' high profits, uh, which is an 87% market share. However, SMP's agency director and report author, Lisa Barrett, says the inquiry may potentially cause some changes at the margins. You know, allow for smaller players to be able to compete a little bit more successfully against the major banks. So it'll be interesting to see exactly what does come out of the inquiry and if there are, are any significant changes to you know, policy or regulations or anything like that as a result. Well, the Commerce Commission has been told to focus on competition for deposit accounts and home loans, barriers to entry, the ease of switching providers and innovation in personal banking. But directly in, uh, any direct inquiry into bank profits is not part of the remit. The feedback uh, period for the Commission's preliminary issues report closes in a week. Workers in the Asia-Pacific region seem to be adopting artificial intelligence on the job more widely than other regions around the world. LinkedIn's head economist, and LinkedIn being one of the world's largest networks for online professionals, says workers should expect their job responsibilities to change by at least 65% over the next seven years as artificial intelligence becomes more widespread in the workplace. The chief economist at LinkedIn, Karen Kimbra, says globally, AI is already being used in workplaces, but especially so in the Asia-Pacific region. But if I look at, say, Singapore, it's a 20x increase. Or if I look at India, it's 14x increase. Australia is 11x increase. So there's something going on in the Asia-Pacific region where we see a faster adoption of AI skills. And I suspect that it probably has a lot to do with the workforce embracing a little bit more directly the potential of AI. That's Karen Kimbra from LinkedIn. Well, it's 27 past 12. Sorry, not 27 past 12. It's 22 minutes past 12. Getting ahead of myself. Let's see if the markets are ahead of themselves. I'm joined by Malika King from Craig's Investment Partners. Kia ora to you, Malika. Kia ora, Giles. Well, uh... Apparently the first day of spring, so they say. Is there any spring in our step for the financial markets? I'm afraid not. Um, we're actually down 39 points on the NZX 50 at 11,515 points, and that was after the US um, indices closing weaker for the month of August as well. So just looking at our top 10, A2 Milk's down 10 cents at 4.90. Auckland Airport's up 27.5 cents at $8.85 after that Auckland Council sell-down. 
EBOS is uh, down 65 cents at $37.30. Fletch Building's up one cent at $4.84. Fish and Parkle Healthcare's down 15 cents at $22.56. Infratil's uh, flat at $10.08. Main Freight's up four cents at $65.60. Meridian's up 10 cents at $5.26. Ryman's down one cent at $6.63. And Spark's down three and a half cents at $5.04. Not much cheer there. What's it like in Australia? No, well, there was a bit of downbeat data from China overnight, so that's uh, probably impacted their um, index there. The All Lords is down 36 points, or nearly half a percent, at $7,482. Just looking at the banks, down 21, uh, ANZ's down 21 cents at 25.12. CBA's down 33 cents at 101.85. NAB's down 16 cents at. Sorry, NAB's down 16 cents at 28.80. Westpac's down 14 cents at 21.81. And the miners, BHP's down 43 cents at $40.41. And Rio's down 81 cents at $112.09. How's the currency looking? We're reasonably flat in this morning's trading. We're buying 59.6 US cents, 92 Australian cents, 47 pence, 54.99 euro cents, 86.85 yen and 4.33 yuan. Which leaves us with interest rates, oil and gold. The the, uh, 90-day bank bills are at 5.665%, the five-year swaps at 4.815% and the 10-years at 4.695%. Brent crude's $87.97 US a barrel and spot gold's $1,939 US an ounce. Thank you very much. That's Malika King from Craig's Investment Partners. One other item of business news this lunch hour, the sale of a major central city office block in Wellington has fallen through. Kiwi Property says the $143 million sale of the Aurora Centre, which is just down the road on the terrace, will not go ahead after terms of the conditional sale were not met. The company has declined to give any details of the failure of the deal or the identity of the would-be buyer for commercial confidentiality reasons. That's it for now. We'll update uh, business news and numbers for you around half past five in Checkpoint. But back to you.